Welcome to this special series of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast, hosted by me, Christina Simmons, your guide for this online retreat designed to help you become the saint God created you to be, especially during this Lenten and Easter season. This retreat will consist of material from the spiritual classic, 12 Steps to Holiness and Salvation, that contains the wisdom of St. Alphonsus Liguori, as well as a brief reflection and a daily resolution that is designed to help you incorporate and live out that wisdom in your daily life. So join with me now as we take the next step on the road towards holiness. Welcome to day 64. We begin in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Lord, we ask that you open our hearts and minds so that we may hear your voice and be given the courage to act upon it throughout this day. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So we continue moving our way through St. Alphonsus's chapter on mortification, and today we are speaking about self-conquest. Our heart is a garden in which wild and noxious weeds continue to grow. We must therefore have the hoe of mortification always in hand to remove this noxious growth. Otherwise, the garden will soon be choked with thorns and thistles. Overcome yourself was a favorite saying with St. Ignatius of Loyola. It was always on his lips. Again and again, he returned to it when addressing his religious brethren. Overcome your self-love, break your self-will, he would say. The reason why so few of those who practice mental prayer become saints is because so few are intent upon overcoming themselves. Of a hundred persons who practice mental prayer, more than ninety follow their head. Therefore, the saint placed greater value on a single act of self-denial than on a whole hour's prayer filled with spiritual consolation. Of what benefit is it to a fortress, says the abbot Gilbert, that the gates are closed, if hunger, the enemy within, lays low the occupants. He wished to say, Of what use is it to mortify the exterior senses and perform many exercises of piety if we harbor some passion in our heart and refuse to give up our own will? St. Francis Borgia said that prayer introduces the love of God into the heart. But mortification prepares the way by removing everything that might prove an obstacle or hindrance to it. If you wish to fill a vase with water, you must first empty out the earth that is in it. Otherwise, there will be a disagreeable mixture. Regarding the relation of interior mortification to prayer, Father Balthazar Alvarez says, quote, Prayer without mortification is either a delusion or will soon come to an end. St. Ignatius tells us that a mortified soul is more intimately united to God in one quarter of an hour than an unmortified person in many hours of prayer. And if the saint heard it said of anyone that he prayed much, he would add, that is a sign that he is very mortified. Many Christians perform acts of devotion, go frequently to Holy Communion, fast and spend much time at prayer, but they neglect to mortify their passions and harbor feelings of revenge and aversion and entertain dangerous attachments. They make no effort to bear with contradictions, to give up certain associations, and to be subject to obedience and the will of God. 
What progress can such hope to make on the way to perfection? They always have the same faults, and according to St. Augustine, they are outside the right way. They run well, says the saint, but outside the path. Watch over thyself, says Thomas Akempis. Stir up thyself, admonish thyself, and whatsoever becometh of others, neglect not thyself. The greater violence thou offerest to thyself, the greater progress thou wilt make. <clears throat> I have not the slightest intention to underestimate the value of vocal prayer, works of penance, and other spiritual exercises. But they must be performed with this end in view, to obtain the victory over your passions. All exercises of piety are nothing else but means to arrive at virtue. Consequently, at Holy Communion, during meditation, while visiting the Blessed Sacrament, and while performing other acts of devotion, we must always ask God for the grace to be humble, mortified, obedient, and conform to His Holy Will. To act only from self-love is a fault in every Christian, but it is a greater fault in him who has received a greater measure of grace and is on that account bound to strive more earnestly after perfection. By means of self-denial, says Lactanius, God calls men to eternal life. By the gratification of self-love, Satan calls them to eternal death. St. Joseph Calisanctius used to say, <clears throat> The day spent without mortification is a day lost. In order to teach us the value and necessity of mortification, our blessed Lord chose to live a mortified life, a life without sensible consolation, a life of sorrow and shame. Having joy set before him, says the apostle, he endured the cross, despising the shame. Go through the whole life of Jesus Christ, says St. Bernard. You will always find him suffering on the cross. St. Catherine of Siena remarks, quote, as a mother takes bitter medicine to cure her sick child, so does his life on earth. Our Lord drank the chalice of sufferings to cure our poor sick souls. End quote. So, <clears throat> we continue our discussion about mortification. And this time, St. Alphonsus, I think, is doing a beautiful job of really giving us a focus about why are we about this mortification. You know, when we began this chapter, I talked about, gee, <clears throat> we're now in the Easter season. Why are we talking about mortification? Isn't mortification just for Lent? No. Mortification is a daily task, as St. Alphonsus is talking about here. And what he tries to tell us and point out and uses other saints to point the same thing out, which is our prayer will become fruitful through our mortification. Now, I talk about the four steps, you know, for you know, to holiness. And I speak about daily prayer, meditation, frequenting the sacraments, living that life of grace, and then striving to grow each day in virtue. So striving daily to grow in virtue is the way that we do mortification. And the fourth step is abandoning ourselves to God's will. This, too, can be a mortification, particularly when we are abandoning our own will, our own love of self and what we desire, and we are embracing God's will. 
in all these different ways, we are doing our part in order to mortify our passions and to be able to then make fruitful all of what we are receiving from God in our time of union with him in prayer, and then also in the midst of receiving him in the sacraments. So this can be, you know, this can be bitter at times to accept God's will. And so like right now, again, you know, referring to I'm struggling with whatever this bronchial, whatever it is, and but I'm accepting his will in the midst of this and trusting that he's doing this in order to help me let go of my self-love. I would love to have this be a perfect, you know, audio video, but the fact is, is that it's not. So I'm having to let go of my love of self and what I will and accepting this is what God wills right now. And that's okay because it will help me hopefully bear greater fruit in my interior life. And this is what we're striving for. We're striving to grow in our interior life. Why? So that we can find that transforming union with God. But we have to mortify ourselves. So again, today for our resolution, what I'm asking you to do, yesterday I asked you to do an examination. Today I'm asking you to do a mortification. To do something that is disagreeable to you. It could be something, it doesn't have to be horrible, um, but it needs to be something of where you would have liked to have done something else and instead you chose to do something that you were being called to do. So a mom gets to do this all the time when you might be in the midst of a great book or doing activity that you enjoy and the kids come crying, running, and needing something and you have to set aside your own will in order to be attentive. You're not leaving Christ in prayer. And this is a beautiful quote that I ran into just recently. We don't leave Christ from St. Philip Neri to when we are responding in charity. Instead, we're going from Christ to Christ. But we are in uniting ourselves to him in a different way by doing what it is that he calls us to do. So remember that today as you go through and know my continued prayers for each and every one of you. Look forward to seeing you all again tomorrow. God bless. Thanks for listening to this episode of this special series of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you think others may benefit from listening, please be sure to share the podcast with others. Until next time, know my continued prayers that you be given whatever graces you need to do whatever it takes on the journey towards holiness so that together we can tell the master of death, not today. God bless.